Hey there, friends, and welcome to the Manager's Mindset Podcast. I'm Stephanie Whitecross, and I've been a manager for years now, and I've learned a few things along the way. If you're new to management, I was a new manager once before. It's tough, but don't worry, I've got you. Let's ride this crazy train together and help you get that happy team culture that you've been dreaming of. Whether you're brand new to management or maybe a few months in and looking for a safe place to get ideas, hear stories, or just even feel like you're not alone, well, my friend, you've come to the right place. Each episode is designed to help you navigate this crazy world of managing people so that you gain the respect and the confidence that you need to manage your team and look after your own mindset and well-being as a manager. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Welcome back friends. It's so good to be here with you today. I hope you're having a good start to your day or if you're listening to this on your way home from work that you've had something positive happen to you today. And if not, then hopefully this episode will bring you a little bit of joy or a few ideas to help you out. So this is quite an important episode for me because it really is everything that combines the main topics of this podcast into one. It's everything mindset and leadership. So I want to chat with you about how you can look after your mindset as a manager. And this really is important. So mental health is huge these days, which makes me so pleased to see that it's finally getting the attention it really deserves. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health and work can definitely play an impact on your well-being. So today I really want to focus on how you can manage your mindset and mental health as a manager. And if you're not a manager, then there are definitely still some tips here that you can take away from this. So hang in there, I haven't forgotten about you, you aspiring leaders or those of you who don't want to go into leadership but still want to look after your well-being and realize that your role is still equally as important if not more. Let's not forget that without the team to support the manager, the manager wouldn't get their own work done. So first up, I have definitely felt lonely at times as a manager and felt like I don't know who I can and can't say certain things to. I don't know who I can trust, who I can share my challenges with, when to push back. And I know some of you will have definitely felt this way at times too. But for any new managers out there, I promise you it does get easier. So one of the things that I found that was really needed for me was a tight knit group of colleagues, people that I could go for a quick walk with or have a lunch break with, with whom I could trust, you know, share ideas with and know that they'll give me their honest opinion. But also people I could let off a little bit of steam with after having a really tough day without the fear that it was going to affect my career. It took a little while to find these people, but once I found them, it made such a difference to my working day. I really think everyone should try and find a couple of colleagues who you can trust and enjoy each other's company with. Now, this doesn't happen overnight. It does take time to build a relationship to see if it really has the strength to test some of those truths and really like tough work challenges that you're going to come across. But when you do, they become your rocks at work. So keep an eye out for people that you could connect with. You might be able to start looking at how you might find these people by the way they conduct themselves in meetings. Maybe how they are on a one-to-one basis with yourself, but with other colleagues. Also just in like natural passing conversations. And if this really gives you an idea, if this is someone that you would want to have in your inner work circle. Next, 
it's about implementing boundaries and this is key this is actually really hard for me to admit but this is something I would say I really struggle with um I have found it really hard in the work environment because I like to be very much an open book and I like to be transparent at all times but in a role where you manage people sometimes you just can't be and that really goes against my natural personality but I do think it's important if you ever have those difficult conversations or even to protect yourself if you've been too open you can make yourself a little bit vulnerable. So that's why you need that close-knit group who is going to help you through this so that you can have an outlet elsewhere. But boundaries does take care of your well-being, okay? That's really important. It really does take care of your well-being as you don't open yourself up to too much that start, like I said, that it starts to make you vulnerable. And then if someone upsets you, and you're unsure if it's like a personal or professional situation. And when those lines get too blurred, it's really hard to come back from. It can be done, but sure as hell, it will take a long time. So keeping those boundaries will make it a lot easier to deal with those situations. If you ever feel like they're slipping, that's okay. You just need to really start reinstating them before it goes too far. I've definitely seen times in the past where boundaries have got really cross-wired through personal and professional situations and then if something personal kind of happens it starts to affect their professional relationship and the one thing I say all the time is that you were generally colleagues first before you were friends so that should always be the main focus in that relationship so that's really really important but it's really important to have those boundaries so that you know where your line starts and ends with people so that you really can distance yourself when you need to to look after yourself the next one's going to be quite a big one um and it's going to be stop saying yes to everything this can be hard in a work setting as you don't want to seem difficult or you don't want to seem like you're not a team player or that you're not here to progress within the company okay this is definitely one of those employees that I used to be and this is definitely one for all employees to listen to right now it doesn't matter where you are in the food chain this is important for everybody okay and all you people pleasers out there need to really take note of this point as this is definitely one that can overwhelm people and if then they start to fail at the job or they can't complete every task that they have said yes to, that then starts to have a negative effect on the reputation within the company. And let me tell you, if you keep saying yes, they will keep asking and they will keep asking and asking if you keep say yes, okay? And then if you don't get to do it, they are gonna come down on you because the expectation, if you're saying yes, you can do it, they're going to think you always can. So this is really vital to know your capabilities, what your physical and mental capacity is when it comes to your workload. Now, I want to get one thing really clear here. This doesn't mean that you say no to everything and then you're sat at your desk, chilled out, and you're kind of borderline bored and everyone else is running around like headless chickens. It means that if you're getting to your capacity, and you're starting to feel stressed, that if someone then asks you to take on more, be realistic. Either be straight up and say, apologies, but I'm feeling right at my full capacity. 
in the current situation at the moment or find out maybe when something needs to be done by, okay? Now, some of your work, your current work, might actually be done and gone before the deadline that someone is asking you to do that work, okay? It's about being real and setting those expectations. You could say, I could do this, but I couldn't give it my full attention until such and such date. And then let them decide if it works for them. You're not saying no, you're not being unhelpful, but you're offering an alternative whilst also looking after your own well-being. This approach will often gain a lot more respect as well, okay? So, and that's what you want. You don't want to look really unhelpful. You don't want to be like slopey shouldered, but this is actually being about working collaboratively and they will give you the respect for that. And this really applies particularly also to middle management. You know, you're dealing with your senior leaders asking for a lot. And because you're not only thinking about your own well-being, but you're also thinking about your teams. So that's even more pressure. So you must use these tips and tactics in these sort of scenarios too. And pushing back to senior leaders can be hard. But if you have a good bunch of senior leaders, they'll respect that you're trying to still deliver on the company's objectives but you're also looking after your team's well-being, which will really help with retention, staff morale and a positive culture. And this is where people will thrive instead of burnout. And let's face it, nobody wants a team that's burning out. No one wants that. Lastly, I want you to make sure that when you're home and you're with your family, or even if you live alone, that when you've left work for the day, or you've closed down your laptop if you work from home, that you really switch off from your job. You spend time with your friends, your family, or your pets, or even if you just need some me time with a good book, a podcast, some chilled out music, or even a meditation. You know, have a treat, stick a movie on, just make sure you're giving yourself time to relax and reset so you're able to look after yourself. Try your best not to take work home. This is easier said than done, and particularly if you've had a really bad day, but if you need five minutes to maybe let off some steam, that's absolutely fine. And then draw a line at that point and give your personal life the same focus and dedication as your work life. I sincerely hope that I've given you some ideas or even just got you thinking about ways that you could look after your mindset. Make sure you've checked out my last episode about morning routines as I talk about some great ways that could also complement this episode. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Have a great day, friends.